You're listening. I just, I just don't care. Look, if you're 300 pounds, then you are a monster, and I don't want you to talk. Welcome back to Long Walk. Nope, wrong podcast. <laughs> I keep going, don't worry about it, it's fine. <laughs> Welcome back to This Is A Work. My name is David Hensley. I am the owner and creative director of Long Walk Productions, and I am here to introduce your host, David Two Dogs Hayes. Uh, thank you very much, David Hensley, and welcome to Rock Hill, South Carolina's only premier pay-per-view wrestling podcast, This Is A Work. With me, as always, my tag team partner, Chris, the Fashion Plate Barnes. How are you, brother? I zoned out for a second. You look different, Stan. Yeah, uh, that hurts. <laughs> Man, well, you know, I, I just got through telling you guys, I was really excited to come in here and talk about this thing. What a great show Double or Nothing was. And AEW put on a great show, and... And there's nothing WWE can do to hurt you now. That's right. That's right. Until uh, probably about the time you guys are hearing this, you'll have already been made aware there were some more releases thanks to our the new face of evil in pro wrestling, Nick Khan. <laughs> um, so let's run this down quickly. Um, Lana. Lana, yeah. Uh, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, Ruby Riot, it you know, it sucks, but I get it. So I don't. I, I mean, you needed a tag team, and you had one, and then you just, it just goes to show they don't know what the hell they're doing. Santana Garrett. Um, okay, I'm, I'm, I'll be the dumb one here. Who is Santana Garrett? Santana Garrett is a... Uh, a good hand for the female division in NXT. Okay. All right. At one point, she was, I want to say, top 500 mm-hmm. uh, on PWI's list. Gotcha. I mean, okay. You know, a decent hand. I mean, she never got a lot of play, but decent enough hand. You know, you can't figure out what to do with her. Again, it sucks. I get it. Buddy Murphy. Okay. This is their fault. You had you had a story going with Buddy and Ray. It was a weird story, granted, but you could have followed up and you could have pushed this beefy tiny man. Now you, you this is this is a fantastic worker. hundred percent. I mean, just from his cruiserweight uh, title run, title run to his work with Seth. Yeah, I mean, just. Absolutely phenomenal athlete. You pissed him away. That's that's on the fault of creative. Um, I don't even want to talk about these other two. Uh, Alistair Black. This is damn foolish. Mm-hmm. You, everybody. He was about to get the rocket, and he got injured. I get, and you know, so you take some time off. He was coming back, man. 
He was coming back, and yep. apparently he's he had gotten uh, he he he'd gotten all toned up, and he was ready to rock, and had a had a darker gimmick that he was getting ready to come out with, and now they put the kibosh on that one. Yep. Damn shame. That damn shame. AEW will pick him up, and they'll they'll run some havoc with him. Oh sure. And then, in my opinion, this is the worst one. Braun Strowman. Yeah. Now, I understand a lot of people don't like Strowman. That's fine. As, you know, people have their opinions. That's It's fine. You have an athlete of this caliber, and you don't know what to do with him? This for that reason alone, save Braun Strowman and fire the creative team. Oh, sure. I mean, heads roll. I understand you have to keep Dana Warrior because she's got the Warrior Project and it generates marketing and whatnot, but whatever. I mean, I, I'm one of those people who's just like, Braun Strowman doesn't grab me personally, just as a... As the character he doesn't do much for me but it's not like i don't understand he knows how to work yeah he's except he's a really he's great and as a big man the way he moves is amazing yeah it's and you you gave this man the rocket early you had him picking up ambulances and buses and there was one night he literally walked through raw tearing the show down and no one could stop him yeah i mean he he was on fire. You, you hell, he did that goddamn uh, swamp match. Yeah, who could come back from that? I mean, the man's not human. I'm telling you, it's uh, he was part of the main event of the last pay per view. Yeah, like he just had they they he had it. Like they yeah. they were going to start pushing him again. It was going to happen. Yeah. And he looked great. It's not like he looked bad in the match or any or nope. All three, all three of those men looked fantastic in that uh, match. Yeah. Now, okay, I, I get uh, most people hate Lana. I'm I'm in that camp. I get that too. Um, you know, Lana again. Um, she did. Every single thing that they told her to do, mm-hmm. no matter how humiliating. Yep. I mean, how many times did she go through the announcer's table? Like seven or eight times. Every, yep. I mean, it was it was consecutive for like seven or eight weeks. She went through the announcer's table for no reason, no payoff, nothing, except just to get her to the Survivor Series. So that she could do a roll-up. That was it. Yep. That was it. That was the only payoff. Guys, what do you... But look, I I do understand why you would get rid of Lana. She's fair to Midland on the mic. She's a beautiful woman. That's That's where it ends. She can't wrestle. She doesn't have the charisma... That you know it takes to be in this, so I understand. Ruby Riot, 
I that's we had a it, it she's not a great worker but she's got a very interesting look and the riot squad was a very interesting tag team it was also a tag team <laughs> it was and it was an yeah an actual tag team that just wasn't thrown together you know like I don't know. I, I can't think of a good example. Can you, Chris? Oh, let's see. Nia and Shayna Baszler, because that's just uh, a pairing made in heaven. Uh, how about Natalia and Tamina? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I guess that's a team because both their names end in A. So there, there you go. There. What about Mandana? <laughs> it's. it's very unfortunate. I ninety days. I would love to see Strowman and Alistair Black, and yes, even Buddy Murphy, come through the crowd and just start tearing ass up in AEW. And well, maybe we'll have to wait and see. I I certainly i I really don't want to see any of those guys in impact that's going to hurt my soul uh especially stroman and black what do you mean see them you don't watch i i look at it <laughs> i do i I, uh-huh. I i do okay. i i watch it a little bit no, no, like I, I believe it's you. it's fast forward it's tough to watch man i'm not gonna yeah. lie <laughs> it's most of it is fast forwarding uh but well we've got uh Enough of the bad stuff because we had an amazing pay-per-view to talk about. AEW's double or nothing. Let's get into it. We started the buy-in with Serena Deebs versus Chris Barnes' favorite wrestler, Riho. I don't know why you're singling me out. Everyone everyone loves her in our crowd. Except me. <laughs> I'm the only one that hates Rio. Well, I mean, everyone else is indifferent. You actively hate her. I do. I do. I, I, I and I'm trying, but I can't. I, if I, if you don't, if I don't believe in it, then I automatically just hate it. I mean, the match was a toddler punching a grown woman. Yeah, and uh, it doesn't matter what you do. The, it doesn't matter how good of a match you uh, uh, build. At the end of the day, you're absolutely right, Barnes. It is a toddler punching a grown woman. And, it, and that's unfortunate because the Japanese women's Joshi style is actually very hard-hitting and very, you know, impact, impact, impactful. And, and that's why I'm so tough on the uh, Joshis that are here in America right now because... This is not what they're being taught. <laughs> it's just Riho in particular, like, I I guess her whole thing is she's supposed to be, oh, stronger than you think, stronger than she looks. But, wow, that's a very big gap to overcome. Because Serena Deeb isn't, isn't a huge person. She's not. But she, she towers over Riho. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, she towers over Riho and... Honestly, I think that's uh, she's not only that she was in the uh, ruthless aggression era uh, when she got her head shaved by CM Punk. 
And then she came to NXT and was a trainer. Uh-huh. And, I mean, she's been around the block. And I hate to say it, she's probably the best that uh, AEW has. Um, and, sadly, she works for NWA. She just I was about there. to say, yeah, she works. She's the NWA Women's Champion. Yeah, yeah. But she's primarily being seen on AEW. So. Right. Uh, yeah, this match, uh, it just kind of was what it was. I'm not buying it. I did not enjoy this match. It seemed like the crowd did, though. It was fun. It was a fun match overall, I thought. Yeah, I I, I wish I could be there with you. I, I couldn't. Deebs ends up going over uh, with a single leg crab on Riho, which is fine with me. It makes sense. There's no reason Rio should be beating anybody in AEW. I'm I'm sorry. Um, wasn't a fan. I gave it a one and a half Meltzer. Okay, that's I know it's not. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not gonna. It's your numberings. It's your it's your rating <laughs> system. I'm not gonna argue it. You, what would you have given it? That's your job to justify it. <laughs> what would you have given it? At least a two. At least that's a, that's only half a point. I'm saying at least a two because it, I mean. When the focus was not on Rio trying to look like like land a, uh, like land attacks, it, when it was more about her moving around the ring and using her body as a projectile and absolutely, using, we, we discussed that when, mm-hmm. when it was more about you, her using the force of her body, you know, to impact against Serena Deeb or or to land that way, not strikes. Strikes she needs to avoid strikes is Always. basically. Yeah, it's like when it wasn't that, it looked it, it was a good match. I yeah, I'll I'll concede to that. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um now moving into the main pay-per-view, we start out with Adam Hangman Page and my god, <laughs> that dude is still over. Yeah. I mean, after all this time, he people are still chanting cowboy shit. It almost seems like he needs to move up the card back to the world title scene. I, I man, I think he's on his way. He I think they be. were just waiting until yeah, crowds they got back. crowds. Yeah, and we got him, baby. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Page versus Brian Cage. Cage. Page versus Cage. Yes. <laughs> And I love this match. It was a fun match. It this was a great was match. Awesome. Uh, everybody looks good. I if I gotta critique it a little bit because uh-huh. Brian Cage is too much of a monster to be going face. Well, he is because um, he, yeah. he he well uh, Team Taz or Team FTW uh, showed up to assist as in. You know, come to ringside, distract, and they tossed Cage the FTW title to smash Page with while the ref was distracted, and he refused. He wanted to. Do, he wanted to finish. Did he it. want something harder to hit him with? No, he wanted to. What? End it. He wanted to finish it clean on his own terms. Well, what sense does that make? I'll bet Taz was okay with it. T- <laughs> Taz was very upset. <laughs> Yeah, we, but you couldn't tell because Taz is very guarded with his emotions. He he really is. He's a <laughs> he's a very stoic man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what the hell is he doing? 
But that's great, though. You want that on color commentary. I, I do. I, I, I was I was saying exa- it's exactly like Bobby Heenan back in the day watching when when one of his when one of the Heenan family was in the ring, he would just be yelling advice while with a microphone on. <laughs> yeah. And see, I, a lot of people don't think that Taz is a very good uh, commentator. I, on the other hand, I enjoy it. He's wonderful, and <laughs> I, I wish I could watch Dark just to hear him and Excalibur just. <laughs> oh, just go to YouTube, they, baby. It's, it's oh, I, I know. I know. There's clips up there where they're just they're just doing bits. No, that's whole. where they show it exclusively. Oh, oh okay. It's well, it's only on YouTube. They just do bits like just the whole time through, from what I can tell. It's it is. They they real they have they just kind of like man. There ain't nobody listening. We're just gonna say whatever the hell we want to say. And, <laughs> and I love that kind of rapport when yeah. the commentators have it. Oh, they're they're having a good time. Yeah, they are. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, Stark uh, runs in, throws the uh, throws the belt to Cage, who throws it back, uh, tosses Page out, who hang who uh, uh, swings around, hits Page with the buckshot lariat and gets his three count. Now, Cage. Some, Cage, Cage. yeah, I'm getting everybody mixed up. It's all right, Cage well, Page. Well, under you're, you're, you're probably try- remembering the the trading finisher spot too. They did because. That monster did a buckshot lariat. He flipped over the rope. Yep. Well, he attempted to hit that he mi- buckshot. He missed it, mm-hmm. but he did the buckshot lariat. Yeah. I mean, oh, my God. That's a monster of a man to be doing a move like that. Yeah. Um, now, Cornette would scream, you know, he's got no business doing that kind of stuff. But as honestly, I think we're... We're just in the new world order where big men can do uh, things like that. To, and to quote a song from the producers, if you've got it, flaunt it. Yeah, which it, it's kind of like uh, uh, back during. Uh, uh, you remember when BMX racing was really popular sure, and sure. X Games and things like that. Mm-hmm. You you thought it was crazy that somebody could do a three sixty on a dirt bike, and then Tony Hawk does, or not Tony Hawk, but uh, whatever. No, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. He's the only name I know because he got his own video game. Yeah. And he does it. Well, fast forward 20 years, there are eight-year-olds that are doing it now. It's the standard. It's the standard. And so, guess what? We're evolving. Remember when Muda hit a moonsault from the top rope that we always we all thought that was the coolest thing we had ever seen. Now... You start the match with a moonsault. You can do uh, standing moonsaults. Yeah, it's now you can even do standing for um, uh, standing uh, super uh, shooting star presses. Damn, which is there's not many people that can do it, right. but it's impressive. And if you can do it, you should fucking do it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this match was absolutely amazing. I gave this a solid four Meltzers. I could have gone higher. Yeah. Well, hell, I mean, early in his career when he was the giant big show was throwing drop kicks yeah absolutely and then they settled him down hogan told him to stop doing that <laughs> which again why it's andre never threw the drop kick well if andre could have he probably would yeah i mean give me a break here uh moving in to what our would ne- scare you more than a man that size Suddenly leaving his feet. <laughs> can you, I mean, can you imagine? I mean, <laughs> a 500-pound man <laughs> coming off 
uh, off the ropes and jumping into the air. And I don't have to imagine. I know what that would sound like. Well, who screamed like that during the show? <laughs> because because that's the sound I would make if it was coming at me. Oh my god! Our next match was our tag match. Um, we're gonna drop things down a little bit. We have. The Young Bucks versus Eddie Kingston and Jan Moxley comes out the wild thing. He does. That's awesome. What a, what great music! I, I everybody knows it. it. It's the simplicity of it. Oh I think. yeah, absolutely. As everybody knows this song, everybody sings along. They're already fans of them. It's per, that's what entrance music should be for Absolutely. a face, and and I love the fact that we can actually hear use people. yeah hear people and have them sing along with, and it's not plants. It's, oh yeah, it's nice. So again, um, the match started out pretty good. Yeah, there were some really great great uh, spots. Um, now it goes all to shit when the Bucks decide they're gonna. It was like, hey, you know what? It's time for we, twenty finish, uh, finishers. We yeah, it's the standard Buck ending uh, Buck ending of a match that's ridiculous, which is five false finishes mm-hmm. and then the most underwhelming pin. This is the biggest prop. They do all the Meltzer driver outside on the floor, right? That didn't get a three count. You couldn't drag a lifeless body in there and get a pinfall off of that. No, 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 no. You got to do those knee attacks. What? I mean, what is that? That's the knees. Are, those knee attacks are, are are awful. They are absolutely dreadful. They are as dreadful as whatever balding bug did to his hair. Let's talk about that for a minute. <laughs> I knew man, there was something I was wanting to bring that up. That man's hairline suddenly jumped back forward at least three inches, and I don't think I didn't notice. <laughs> Did, you've seen Goodfellas. Yeah. So uh, uh, we were talking about this that night. He reminds me of Murray from Goodfellas. Uh-huh. And <laughs> to where he's, Murray's wigs don't come off. And... <laughs> And I, I just I went into this whole tangent about Henry Hill going, <laughs> going, Matt, you're gonna get your money. You just gotta stop breaking balls. <laughs> and what are you doing? They said that's Jimmy the Gin over there. You know you're gonna get your money. Just leave him alone. <laughs> and then he said, No, I I I know. I I could have dropped the dime on him every time. I want my money, Tony Khan. I want my money. And <laughs> His that that's truly a polyfuse method or something, right? That's it's got to be. It's that's that or black magic. Um. <laughs> yeah, the young bucks they do that. They they look like they would practice the dark arts. <laughs> yeah, and that's why they keep holding on to their championships. Yeah, because they. There, yeah. Sadly, with the damn knees, they started out with with their super. They they're ending the match with their super kick party. Yeah, and then they had to do it to Mox. 
Which, which I, I think mocks it doesn't really matter. You can sure you you can mocks can pretty much do the job from here to eternity now, and it's not going to affect his heat. No, no. Uh, he's he's just gonna be over. So I, I, I it's not gonna affect him, but still, it's a damn shame uh, that. I'm just not a fan of these guys. I don't like the way they work. I mean, you can go back to every AEW show we've done. I don't like them. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Not to say they're not talented. They, they are. They are. They are talented. But how they've decided to carry themselves and what their characters are is just very unappealing to me. It's kind of like they are. They think that they're DX. Yeah. I, I feel like. And people are giving them shit. Uh, saying, is it, uh, all you do is super kicks and everything. And this is, in their mind, this is their heat. So they're like, yeah, well, that's all we're going to do then. And no, no, no brother, this is that's the wrong kind. I swear, I, I really wish we could get a vet in there and settle these cats down a little bit. Because I think if you'd settle them down and... Teach them a proper tag team match, man. They'd be, they would be in my eyes at least back to that greatest tag team of all time. Yeah, but I don't know if that's possible. Aren't they technically upper management? <laughs> yeah, technically, yeah. They they've got stock in it. They're the elite. Yeah. So, <laughs> um. Having said all that, even though I buried it for the past ten minutes, um, eh, you buried aspects. Yeah, I, I did enjoy the match. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think Eddie Kingston, he looked better than I've ever seen him look. Mm-hmm. Um, Eddie Kingston, I think needs to be. He needs. He doesn't need oh, to be in a tag team. One of my favorite spots was Eddie Kingston had um, one of the one of the bucks in in like a hold. Mm-hmm. And I, oh, I think it was Matt who came up to to break it by yeah. punching Kingston in the face, and Kingston just doesn't flinch, just eyeballs him angrily <laughs> yes. after he gets punched. Like, <laughs> like the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah. And no, I I love Eddie Kingston because I believe that Kingston is what he portrays in that ring. Oh and yeah, that is. A, a, I don't even know the word. As it's a a a white trash badass. Sure. Just a dirty, dirty brawler of a man. Mm-hmm. He he looks like it. I believe I made the uh, comparison. He looks like he comes outside with some sliders on, uh, and and his boxer shorts. And starts screaming at kids to get off his lawn. And then dad comes out and says, hey, what are you yelling at my kids for? And he beats the dad down. And he starts spanking the kids just for the hell of it. And then walks back inside to have to have a nice cold beer because he's not done with breakfast yet. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, the Bucks go over. Uh I give this match three Meltzers. I, I I did enjoy the match. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Even though I've been shitting on it, I, I did really enjoy the match. Um, there's just certain things I, I just we don't need all those finishers. 
There's just certain things I don't like, like the Jackson brothers. <laughs> the Jackson brothers. <laughs> they're going to um, be cut, have to become that eventually. They can't be the young bucks forever. No, they're not even young yet. I mean, no. they're 30 now, right? At least. Yeah, so they're they're just the bucks. <laughs> and in five years, they're going to, by wrestling standards, they're the old bucks. Yeah. So what would you, would you call them, the old stags or... I don't, I don't, I don't know. What we, I, I don't know. <laughs> That's why I said it just probably ended up being just like the Jackson brothers. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Wouldn't that be? Wouldn't that be some kind of gimmick infringement with uh, the Jackson Five or something? I, I hope so. I hope they get sued. <laughs> Moving into our next one, we have the Casino Battle Royal. Oh yes. I love the the Casino Battle Royal, was... and I come to find out. A lot of people hate this match. Why? I don't know. They said, "Is a oh, you're just uh, the couple of the comments that I read is a like, uh, you're just you're, you're biting on the Royal Rumble." The Royal Rumble did not invent that match, right? The Royal uh, Rumble televised it, right? <laughs> I mean, there's been battle royals forever. Yeah, and in fact, their take on the battle royal is actually pretty good. I enjoy it. I like the I like the the gimmick of it. Yeah, it's uh, because hey, we're we're gambling. We're in Vegas, baby. It's it's essentially like four different batches of wrestlers are put into the ring at at different times. Yeah, and not only that, they keep an accurate counter going of when the next when the next ones are coming out. They absolutely did. That clock was running the whole time, and the thing about it is. They put on such a good match yep. that people were not counting along with the clock, much like they did with WWE several years ago. Oh, man, was that a disaster. What was that? That was... Ro- it was Seth Rollins versus... Uh, Roman Reigns. Wasn't, or no, was it was Dolph no. Ziggler. It was, a, it was an Iron... Not, uh, not an Iron Man match. It, it was, I think it was an Iron Man match, actually. Yeah, they were... They were they they yeah they got bored with the match and started counting along with the timer. Yeah, it was whew, that was tough, man. Mm. This uh, it, it comes down to Jungle Boy and Christian. Uh, Jungle Boy tosses them out. Yep. Now let's talk about our surprises in well, there. Go well, ahead. Well, hold on. The, the end is great, especially because it's it's uh, Christian, Jungle Boy, and uh, who's the third? The last. Well, that would be well. I started to say our guest, but it wasn't the guest. Who no. was it? Uh, Matt. It was Matt Hardy. There you go. Because yeah. Matt turned to Christian and was like, "You and me team up. We take care of him." Mm-hmm. And then he was like, "Because Matt, yeah, Matt was trying to win with all his cronies, right?" And so he was like, "Okay, we take him out, and then we'll fight." On you know, it's like, and then it's like christian did that okay sure and then immediately betrayed him there it was it was yeah. it, it's 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 what I, it's the 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 uh it's the face betrayal that i always love because mm-hmm. it's like it's like okay yeah sure i'll trust you obvious per, obvious heel person who i shouldn't trust <laughs> right and then they turn around and it's like goodbye yeah and then the, and then it was because then christian and jungle and uh I was, I was afraid i was gonna jim ross that for a second <laughs> christian and jungle boy <laughs> Uh, they had a they had a very decent end of match uh, go at it and Jungle Boy went over. Yeah, it was it was good. Now before that happened, we had our Joker yep. card come in, and this time our Joker was none other than Leo Rush 
from WWE and NXT. Yes. Um, you know what? I'm glad to see him. Yeah. It is my understanding that um, Mark Henry and Leo had. Oh, Leo tweeted it mm-hmm. um, that he had a very uh, an extended a long conversation with Mark Henry because yeah. uh, they had had trouble. Mm-hmm. That's the reason Leo ended up exiting. Right. Because they and butted heads pretty hard. They butted heads pretty hard, and Leo had butted heads with other people as well. Yeah. But uh, I also heard that uh, his contract with AEW is temporary. Mm-hmm. Uh, as it's it, it just goes from month to month, as I understand it. Right. So this could be... Yeah, this could be something that's we'll see twice... And then we'll never see Leo Rush again, except maybe on Impact. Maybe. Maybe we'll on see. New Japan. Maybe. So, now, uh, I always loved the Casino Battle Royal, and it did not disappoint. Oh, I, my God, Penta. Oh, Penta. Penta was wild, and it was great. This whole match was just absolutely amazing, as it usually is. Five melters across the board. Absolutely. And... uh I guess we're gonna push Jungle Boy again. Uh, we do this about twice a year. Um, we give Jungle Boy a push, and then we drop him, and then we let him build back up, and then we drop him again. I guess I mean I guess they're just testing the waters. Is like they see he's 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 gotten popular enough to to almost get to that level, and they mm-hmm. they just keep trying it. Yeah. I thought he was actually going to make a hard run when him and MJF uh, back what a few months back when mm-hmm. they had their fight on uh, on uh, Dynamite and that was they tore the house down. I thought it was a fantastic match. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so five Meltzers for the Casino Battle Royal. Jungle Boy goes over, which means that he gets a world title shot in the future. So. Moving into our next match, we have Anthony Agogo. I love his name. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love it. Uh, versus the American Dream, Cody Rhodes. I did find out why he did that. Why? Because um, the American Dream was his dad's name, right. and he is... He has been trying to get the rights to it for a long time. I see. So he's he had to make sure that he used the American Dream Cody Rhodes on this for uh, for copyright purposes, so that he could have some type of copyright to it, which I thought was strange, and as which tells me I. I don't understand copyright laws like I thought I did. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand I, them at all. Yeah, I, I thought I at least had a... I just know Disney keeps fucking with them so that they'll never lose Mickey Mouse. Right. <laughs> does anybody want Mickey Mouse? Disney does. I mean, it, basically, if it lapses in the public domain, people could also use Mickey Mouse for whatever they want, and uh, that would that would, that would be problematic for Disney, I assume. Yeah, I can imagine. So, it's, it's uh, do they not, use Mickey Mouse for anything yeah. anymore other yeah. than just he's he's at the parade? I yeah, mean, they still do shows, Mickey Mouse shows. 
Hmm. They've got animated shows, especially for the younger kids, and they've done animated yeah. shorts. Okay, okay. Well, this was the... Um, I don't know. I, I feel like if there was a match to carry this pay-per-view, mm-hmm. I think it was this one. Yeah, okay. I think I was shocked at how well a go-go did. Yes. Uh, Cuz I mean, wonderful. he's just a, he's a boxer. Yes. And you know, usually, you know, we've seen boxers in the ring before and it doesn't go well. The thing about it is I I I was a little put off with the way it started. Mm-hmm. It started we're 30 seconds in and a go-go gives a shot to the stomach uh, to Cody. Now, this is the same thing that has put people out for the past three weeks. Right. We're 30 seconds in, and he does this. And Cody sold it. Uh, but he wasn't going to give him a three count off, off of it. Uh, we go back and forth. He looked great. Yes. Cody looked great. A go-go was... I just really like saying his name. Uh, Agogo can go. I mean, <laughs> he. I. I am shocked at how well he can work. I do believe a part of that was, you know, by Cody's design and just setting up the match. Right. But um, I don't know. What are your thoughts? It was. I mean, it was a good match. I honestly, I would have liked to seen a go-go go over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of would have too. I don't care that it was Memorial Day weekend. It's fine. Yeah, I, I thought I thought we but, were friends with the British. It's uh, yeah. Do we? Yeah, but it was Memorial Day weekend, and they're smack dab in the middle of Florida. I can see how this goes. Yeah, I guess that's. <laughs> but yeah, no, I I agree. Uh, a go go should have gone over. I feel like yeah. Um, uh, and because now. This is kind of like what happened with uh, Cody and Lance Archer. Mm-hmm. When Lance Archer first came in with Jake the Snake Roberts, and the and Jake started calling Cody Caesar, and you were like, "Oh man!" And it, Archer was there, and he just had this uh, he had this grimace on his face, and just got in the ring and just started whooping ass, and yeah. and then is like, okay, it's going to be him and Cody, and you're like, "Oh yeah, here we go." And then he get Lance Archer gets beaten clean in the center of the ring. I was like, "Well, well, what the hell was? Well, what do we do all this for then?" Because honestly, Archer's never recovered from that. You're right. We need to nerf Cody. Yeah, <laughs> we we kind of do. We gotta we gotta settle him down uh, a little. It, it's it's he's he's a. <laughs> No. He, he has, at the very least, graciously made sure that he's not in any uh, world title situation. Yeah, and uh, I guess that's one thing. But but now but but now he's stomping the upper mid card flat. Yeah, and the thing about it is, you're you're forgetting your formula that your dad wrote for you. Your mid card guys are your mechanics. Your mechanics get other people ready for the big time. Yeah. Now, you he's already established himself as a mid-card guy whether 
he needs to be or not. Right. So I think it's his job to get people ready for the upper echelon. I think a go-go would be a fantastic uh, placeholder for a world title. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least the TNT title. Sure. Um, I, I think it would work out, but... And I, 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 I hesitate to say the word squash, because you didn't squash him, but... Yeah, it wasn't, but it uh, it will ultimately serve the same purpose. <laughs> yeah, you you beat him clean, you and you popped right back up, and you walked around. You, you only sold that punch... Just enough yeah. to get the match going. You, you're supposed. I mean, I think you're supposed to sell a punch from an Olympic caliber athlete boxer. Yeah, a little better. Yeah, I, I, I will. Especially since he's been knocking people out with a with a stomach punch. Yeah, <laughs> for three weeks he's been doing that. Yeah. So, um, I mean. And not to mention, you're not doing the the factory any favors either. That's the their new stable that QT Marshall is representing, uh, yeah. which is that's that's just weird. I can't I can't get behind QT Marshall. He is he is a jobber. He looks like a jobber. He talks like a jobber. He wrestles like a jobber. Uh, I I don't I don't know what he's doing. But he has this Alex Jones look. Yeah. To him. partially something yeah. else too. Uh, but yeah, um, let's move into speaking of Lance Archer. Let's uh, let's move into that one. Uh, Miro versus Lance Archer for the TNT title. Yes. Another stellar match. Oh my God, uh, Miro, he's. I'm torn on this match. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe that Miro should have won the match, but Lance Archer is buried now. And I love the. They call him the Murder Hawk, man. How do you, how do you make a jobber out of a Murder Hawk? That's insane. And somebody that as big as he is and looks like it and is managed by Jake the Snake, and I mean I, I don't want to I don't want to call him a jobber. That's not fair. But for the love of God, he it shouldn't have been. It should never have been Lance Archer for this pay per view. You know what? You know who would have been great? Uh, uh, Luchasaurus would have been a, sure. Would have been a great match. Uh, they has, could have done something. Has Archer held the TNT title? No, he hasn't then, held the belt yet. Then I, I, I feel like you're right because he should have. Yeah, because like, he's had he's had now two big attempts and he has failed. Yeah, and everything that he's gone up with these and now apparently Archer's face yes. with Jake Roberts' mm-hmm. face. That's I don't, not. See, I don't know if that's. I, I don't know if that's the what it'll be going forward. But at least for this match, it was set up as they were the faces in this confrontation. Yeah, I. Because Miro attacked Jake during the weigh-ins segment. And and did you see what he did during the weigh-ins? He kicked him in the nuts. And he he punched him in the stomach. Yes. 
the same thing that uh, Agogo did. Also, Jake came out during the match to mm-hmm. try and get Miro with a with a snake, and Miro had none of that shit. Oh yeah, toss. he comes out with the snake, starts to unwrap it. Miro stops him and tosses the bag back up the ramp. Pita is gonna have a field day. Yeah, well, someone's gonna have snake burgers. <laughs> uh, you remember when Earthquake did that? Yep. He was wearing a chef's hat for the love of God. And that on a monster on a grill. <laughs> oh God, that was good times back when wrestling was real. Yeah. <laughs> And they killed animals and ate them like men. Well, the best part was Earthquake had the chef's hat, but was still wearing his wrestling gear. Yeah. <laughs> he had the spatula and the, the, and the tongs. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> oh, my God, that was so good. Uh, now, look, I, I'm, I'm not taking anything away from this match because this match was amazing. Uh, and it's not, it's not like they... they they tried their best with the ending where Miro slapped in his was it the accolade or what? The yeah the not, accolade not the accolade but I think yeah they call it something I think they call it something different but yeah it's they, they, something they, different here they but. locked it in uh, he locked it in and Lance and Lance didn't tap but he passed out right yeah and here recently Miro has not been just putting the look I'm for argument purposes I'm calling it the camel clutch it is. Uh, he hasn't been just applying the camel clutch. Yeah. He's been, what you saw, uh, he's been leaning all the way back until they're bent in half, basically, which the way he does it just makes it look just Nasty. so painful. Nasty. Oh, my yeah. God. And he's been doing that a lot lately. It looks fantastic. I hope he keeps doing it. He did the same thing with Archer, but... Uh, Archer was a little bit too big, mm-hmm. and it, it, it didn't really work out quite so well. Still looked good, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they they he kept his he kept some some heat by not tapping and just passing out. So there we go. It's still an incredible match, but I think the Murder Hawk is done. As far as I think that we just stuck a fork in him. I mean, not without. I mean, unless they take a new direction with him, which I don't know what to do. Uh, boy, it's gonna be hard, man. I mean, mm-hmm. they started him out so strong with the that redneck Southern vibe of you know they put him out there in the ring with a bunch of jobbers that was just out in a field and just yep. Oh man, I mean, it, it had such raw grittiness to it, and they. I mean, they presented him going after Cody as death on two legs. So yeah, and now it just—it almost looked like he's smiling at people, and I hate that. <laughs> I just hate it. Uh, regardless, I gave this match four and a half stars. It was a mm-hmm. great. I was—I I was compelled from beginning to end in this match. One of the great things that I saw was the. Um, him uh, him doing the tightrope walk. Yes. And then the moonsault. Uh, from, it was just, again, big men doing big things. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was fantastic. Moving into our next one, uh, Britt Baker uh, versus 
Hikaru Shida for the AEW Women's Championship. Debuting the newer, bigger version. Yeah, slightly bigger. Weird, still a weird oval shape. Uh, I don't like the vertical oval, but it looks better. It does. It's uh, it, it's it's got a little little bit more shine to it. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Um, surprisingly good match. Um, I don't have a lot bad to say about this. Which it, is usually how you gauge matches. <laughs> yeah. No, it no, it was a good match. It it did get a little bit slow at times, and there were a couple of botches. Um, with the um, with with the uh, with the abdominal stretch, that's true. And that you know, it, it that's unfortunate, but still, uh, surprisingly good match. And lo and behold, we have a new women's champion in AEW. Yep. Britt Baker goes over with what is the lockjaw? I keep yes. wanting to call it the mandible claw. It's for all intents and purposes, that's what it is with a with a crippler cross face. Kind of, yes. It's, she locks him in place and then sticks her fingers in their throat. Yeah, with the uh, with the the glitter glove this time. It's a yeah. It's a bedazzled. It looks like a bedazzled surgical glove. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'd never seen that before. It was a nice addition. That she uh, had on her hand to a point where it was like, uh, that's not sterile anymore. Well, <laughs> I, now look, I I think the dentist knows what she's doing. Does she? <laughs> I don't know. It's, she, she's from Pittsburgh. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a guess at this point. Um, I, I really enjoyed this match. I mm-hmm. gave it a three Meltzer. Um, probably the... the one of the highest I've given uh, a women's match in AEW. Mm-hmm. Uh, our next match, uh, another tag team match. Was kind of surprised about this one, too. We have Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page versus Derby Allen. Did you say Derby? No. Why? What did no. you hear? I think you know what I heard. <laughs> oh, hmm. The mind hears what it wants to, I believe. I think you want him to be called Derpy Allen. I personally find that offensive, Barnes, because uh, uh, I think he's who did quite Dar- the talent. Who did Darby Allen partner with? Uh, the the Stingling. That's who cares. I'm not a Sting <laughs> fan. That's what a joke. <laughs> wow. All right. Old ass man Jesus. walking around looking like the crow. It's embarrassing. <laughs> no, uh, this match started strong. Um, is that Ric Flair mark just springing to life? <laughs> that's right. Yeah. What is? Look, his first partner was the Ultimate Warrior, and the Ultimate Warrior is terrible. I have always hated the Warrior. I continue to hate the Warrior now. Right. Even 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 after his passing, I still I do not look back at his matches fondly. I look back on them as a time that should be forgotten. Never again is what I say. Well, was it was it his choice? I mean, <laughs> was it the Warriors' choice to no, suck? No, <laughs> I think it was, it was. was it Sting's <laughs> choice to to be partnered with him. You know, 
Um, well, I don't think so at first, oh, but God. he stuck it out. Well, yeah, because that's what you do. That's I mean, they went to different territories. Yeah. And then they they fired him. It's almost as though he flourished once he got away from the warrior. That's true. Well, they both did, actually. It turns out it's just Sting Flurry. Sting is slightly better than the warrior is what I'm trying to say. He is slightly better. Okay. And has much more charisma. And this match... Um, like I said, it started strong. Uh, it did kind of, it did kind of go off the mark a little bit. At what point? I've, well, honestly, when the bell rang. <laughs> uh, well, because well, you know how they they did this almost every single match. They started fighting before the bell, um, and Darby, you know, he shoots himself, you know, through the ropes and and goes after everybody. Yeah, Sting. Does a high cross body uh, from the, uh, I guess the the rampway onto the floor, mm-hmm. and gets them, which didn't look had that. I don't know. Did you ever see uh, Ric Flair when he took the title from Harley Race, no. and how he did that high cross body, and it kind of looked bad. <laughs> no, it kind of looked the same way. Okay. Um. So yeah, uh, I mean, and now to be honest. Uh, Sting looked decent. He looked better than he had any right to look. Uh, he ends up taking his shirt off and um, and revealing the the whole the bodysuit that that he used to wear when he was the Crow Sting. And um, yeah, we gotta let's let's keep the shirt on from now on, huh? How about it? Uh, so. Uh, the match goes on. Uh, Sting ends up hitting a scorpion death drop, which that was fun to watch. Yeah. And he did he did like two or three stinger splashes. Yeah, he got yeah, Ethan Page and Scorpio in the corners. It was that was nice to see. He can still do the stinger splash. He can still do the scorpion death lock, and he can still do the scorpion death drop. Mm-hmm. Um, to which that's how he got the win on this one. Uh, it hurt my heart that he had he felt the need to pin Scorpio Sky or make Scorpio Sky tap. Yeah. I would have much rather Ethan Page uh tap on this one. I thought that we were giving Scorpio the rub because he's a hell of a talent. And he really is. He yeah. needs to he's another one that needs to be moving up that echelon. Um I thought this was a fun match. I ended up giving this one uh, three and a half Meltzers. They are really committed to having Darby and Sting have these weird meetups before, with these weird little cinematic meetups before they go to the ring. <laughs> Tell us about that. Well, it was just Darby Allen skateboarding down the middle of the road in the desert, and then all of a sudden Sting pulls up beside him. Where does he live? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I know Sting lives in parts unknown, and that makes sense. No, Sting is still billed from. Uh, oh, Cal- he's he's Venice Beach, Venice though, Beach, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he drove from Venice Beach to wherever this desert is, and he's like, "Go on my way." And then Darby <laughs> Allen gets in the car. Darby showed him a little leg and uh... <laughs> stood up in a convertible while it was going full speed. Yeah. <laughs> At one point, Sting pulled the pulled it over to the side of the road and said, "Okay, look." Oh, gas, God. grass, or ass. Nobody rides for free. And, and then it jump cuts to the arena. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, uh, it was it was a fun match. Uh, yes. I, I did. I and all of these matches moved. Uh, that was nice. Now, um, I mean, I think they need to transition Sting to out of the ring, but absolutely. Uh, like the, like as fun as it has been, it's just like they need. I to... I gotta wonder what they paid him. That's it. They they got they had to have paid him a lot, right? Oh yeah, if if it's enough to get him in the ring and and do it again. Mm-hmm. I I I and while it was nice to see him in the ring, let's let's let this be the last one, huh? Maybe one more tag team. And, and, and a legit tag team. I don't want people going crazy. And let's just for his safety, let's let's yeah. keep this a regular tag match. One more time, and then you can just be a manager. Um so uh our next match is for the AEW Championship. We have your champion, Kenny Omega, versus... The Bastard Pack. The Bastard. Versus freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy. Um, people were just going to have to get over it. I This was a great match. Fantastic from start to finish. Yeah, I mean, just absolutely. It, to the point to where I think it's safe to say nobody believed that Orange Cassidy was going to take the AEW title, right? But here's the thing. You didn't feel like an idiot for having hope. Right. Because that's what it felt like watching Roman Reigns versus Cesaro. <laughs> no, you're right. I felt like a fool for believing for even a microsecond that Cesaro might might do the, might be allowed to rise to the occasion. You were still a fool for believing it. But it's okay because you had fun doing it. Right. Well, no, it's not. It's not foolish. They presented it in no, a it's way. Foolish. Okay. It was presented in a way where you were allowed to, to have that flight of fantasy because Orange Cassidy was allowed to live up to his potential. Right. And, and he's in the ring with other phenomenal people that he has a history with. Yeah. That everybody took care of everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was kind of nice to see. Uh, Pack uh, at one point when he started doing his uh, his sloth kicks. Yeah, no, th- th- they waited and pulled that out late in the match. Yeah, and, and does two kick, maybe three. Yeah, and Pack just kicked him in the dick. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, it, we didn't even get the super the super sloth kick. Nope. It's uh, <laughs> we got whoa. Whoa, whoa! No, it was Pax Pop. had Pax had enough. He's done. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing, and the, I that's one reason that I love Pack. He looks like he should be that guy. Oh yeah. Honestly, you know, I just had a thought. Sure. How about for a tag team, Pack and Buddy Murphy? That would be great. That would. They're both fast. They can both take to the air. They're both built like brick shit houses. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd pay to see that. Absolutely. One looks like a member of the Fellowship. One looks like a member of the Uruk High. Right. <laughs> see, this this works. This is all coming together, man. Uh, yeah. 
that match was just delicious. It was. It was so much fun. The most fun I have had uh, watching any wrestling this year or last year. Yeah. Uh, This was easily uh, a five to me. Mm -hmm. I I gave this five Meltzer's. Now, Kenny Omega retains. We knew he was. Yeah. Storyline-wise, this is not the point where he's going to give it up. I'm I'm not ready for Pac to take the... I, Pac needs to take the TNT title first. Yeah. But, I mean, the rate he's going, he will eventually. Yeah. Or isn't it the TBS title now? I feel like it should be, but it probably... Since their own TBS? They, they will... I mean, I think the main shows will be moving to TBS, won't they? Yeah, I, that's that's my understanding. Which is... That's good for them. That's, sure. It's, it's a wider audience. It's the bigger station. Oh, it absolutely is. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so... Well, the TBS... We'll just call it the TBSNT title. The TMBT title. <laughs> um, yeah, I would much rather see Pac with that title... Sure. Um, right now. I think he could hold I, that belt for a really I long think, time. I think this would be the perfect time for AEW to reestablish the old rule of, you know, the, the their title, the TNT title, is the stepping stone to the world title. Yeah, you're automatically the number one contender uh, once you capture that title. Right. That's, that, that's the old NWA rule. Yep. I've always loved that rule. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm down. I vote for that. Yeah. Uh, which brings us now to our main event. <sighs> um, I can't give this a rating, guys, because there was no wrestling in it. And the reason I know there was no wrestling in it is because Jericho said that within four hours after they finished the pay-per-view. He was like, yeah, we've... We filmed this for four days. We brought in a stunt coordinator <laughs> and a and a fight choreographer. <coughs> and it's I, you. You didn't have to tell us that. You really didn't. Why did you do that? It's, <laughs> they they brought in stunt men, stunt choreographers, fight choreographers. It's. It's wrestling, guys. We, I mean, what do you, uh, what, what are we doing here? It's you, you, you almost killed this for me had I not enjoyed it so much. But yeah, it's uh, like I think I, I woke up at eight o'clock that morning, uh, Monday morning. Yeah, I got got on the phone. I'm checking stuff out. Chris Jericho talks AEW, and I'm like, oh, okay, what do we got here? Yeah, we spent four hours. I was like, You're, are you kidding me? Just uh, the body's not even cold yet. Can you uh, can can you wait a week before you drop that kind of information, please? Now, granted, we I think we probably all could have figured out that this was pre-taped. I think that's kind of obvious. Oh but, yeah, well, uh, I mean. I mean, like the cuts to, oh, I wonder what so-and-so is doing right now. and just <laughs> um, But regardless of all this, this was so much fun. Yes, it was very well done. As, uh, you you want to start us out? I can't remember, honestly. It's <laughs> Okay, I'll start, us, I'll start us out. You jump okay. in when you feel comfortable. Sure, sure. Uh, 
So we start out in the middle of the uh, at the fifty yard line. Yes, limousine pulls up. Oh, this part, yeah. MJF gets out with his jeans on, glitter jeans. Oh my god, because he's going jeans. buckhouse style. This fucking no, oh, yeah. And colorful knee pads. They weren't colorful. They were a scarf pattern. That's right. It was the scarf pattern. That's you're, what you're just you're blinded by the pants. Uh, I, I was blinded by the pants. That was. <laughs> And he's got his pinnacle shirt on, and yep. I want one of those shirts. I rarely mark out for things like that and go, hey, I want that. I want that shirt. <laughs> that was that's it's got that old four horseman feel to yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, it's so great. Um so he's he's out there, he's calling for everybody, he's looking for him, and then uh Judas starts playing. And here they are at the top uh, at the top of the stadium, and they start repelling down. Repelling is in quotes, but yes, <laughs> tell us tell us. They're about falling it. with style. Uh, <laughs> they were bouncing <laughs> up and down. They couldn't. They, it's like yeah. they always like. How'd you do this? How did? did where's the release button? You guys know how to repel down? Yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> I'm scared. It's <laughs> like none of them showed up for repelling class. No, as somebody who has been repelling before, that was not repelling in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> that was a controlled lowering. Yes. It was, with some people bouncing off the side, they, they, just swinging, and it's they, they, this was the first time they'd done that. that like, I mean, there's it can't be anything yeah, else. Just but, some, uh, like, I just expect expect someone. To, I can't stop. I don't know how. <laughs> bang, bang, bang. Folks, we have just experienced the tragedy here. Uh, Chris Jericho was supposed to come down like a superhero like fashion, and. Uh, the worst has happened. <laughs> However, well, the worst part about that is, though, I know how the how repelling works. Mm-hmm. They c- could have just fucking gone for it. They had people on belay to stop them if they got out of control. They yeah. taped this over four days. Yeah, there yeah. would have been people at the bottom with control of that rope who mm-hmm. could have taken over and stopped them if something bad happened. Yeah. I. I, I I didn't know that you uh, have done repelling. Well, you went to you were in ROTC though. That that's where you did it. Yep. Okay. That's okay. That does make sense. So, I had a uh, little uh, badge for it and everything. Not a badge, but so you, you know would I mean. definitely know that it was not done with military like precision. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I, well, I didn't need to repel to figure that one out. God bless MJF for staring at that and not just laughing his ass off as he watched them drop. Guys, it's, I can't put this over enough. They were bouncing up and down. They looked like they were arguing while they were bouncing. It's like, pull it together. We're supposed this, to look cool. This, I don't know how to stop. This, I got to pee. It's, I mean, it's, I can't put my arms down. It's, well, they finally got to the bottom. Judas has been playing this yes, whole time. Entirely, uh, <laughs> crowd doesn't care. They're just singing along. They're fine. It's uh, it's cool. They're distracted. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> they start fighting. They get into this ring. Uh, they well, no. W- first, they trap MJF in the limo because oh, he, that's right. They rush him and he jump, dives back in. And that's when you learn. Obviously, MJF does not share his limo. Right. Um, because he's trapped in there alone, and as they're pounding on the limo, the other members of the Pinnacle attack them. They come, FTR pulls up in their truck yeah. uh, that was <laughs> they gave from every- the pe- previous feud with the best friends. Yeah, they gave everyone else a ride. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
jumps out. Everybody's going bunkhouse style, uh, which again, as I've got friends that hate it, that hate bunkhouse style. It's like it's just a fight with jeans on. That's like, yeah, but it looks cool. It, it does. Also, well, yeah. Also, it's practical. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, like if this is meant to be like a knockdown, dragout fight, you don't wear the ring tights. Yeah, this is uh, well, especially because I I don't remember if it's ring both. tights are expensive. Also, I don't remember if it's both members of FTR, but they don't wear full trunks. They wear brief, they wear wrestling trunk briefs. Yeah, it's no, like, they they both wear trunks. You don't go into a, <laughs> you don't go into a fight like that. Right, not this kind of no. fight. No. So they go, they wage war. They go all over. They branch off. MJF versus Jericho. Everyone has their own boss fight. Um, mm-hmm. uh, MJF. They work their way up to the uh, manager's offices, area, yeah. uh, where there's the offensive coordinator for the Jacksonville Jaguars, who's throwing him footballs and he's throwing them yeah. at MJF. Oh, so many. Oh my God! There's so many office spots. Um, I mean, including MJF getting pushed up into the wall with a chair, a table. Oh yeah, and, him and, getting megaphoned. Yeah, he got megaphoned, and folks, Talk. that if you didn't see it, um, he didn't get hit with a megaphone. No, he got yelled at with a megaphone, which hurt his ears. Yes. Um, <laughs> however, he did end up hitting uh, Chris Jericho uh, with a telephone. Like and, uh, and an Chris old school one. Yes, and Chris can't come to the phone right now because <laughs> he's getting his teeth knocked out or something like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um the MGF. Mean, Meanwhile, yeah. um, we have uh, Jake Hager and Wardlow fighting in the meat locker uh, next to the uh, with these very real half pigs. Absolutely. Listen, <laughs> you did this Sunday. They absolutely were real. Yes, 100%. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's summertime in Florida. Right. And you want a luau. Uh Well, you can't. Well, I have tried to get. I've called farms. They don't want to give them up. I have called petting zoos. They don't want us to kill the pig. Dogs. I tried to call Alexa Bliss to get the remains from Larry Steve. I now have a restraining order, and I am being sued. Right, I can't talk more about this. Rightfully so. Dogs, I'm just going to point one thing out. They're fighting in the kitchens and the storage area for a football stadium. You don't think we can have a luau in Daly's place? I do not. <laughs> we have wrestling in Daly's place. If you can have wrestling, you, you can, can have a luau. You can have a high class function like a luau. <laughs> yes, it's just it's just good science, right? So they fight. <laughs> they're they're fighting back through the through the meat and the pork and the. <laughs> they, they, well, well, I like before how they went in. There was basically this 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 spot where it was like. I'm throwing you in the, the the locker. No, it's cold in there. I'm throwing you in. <laughs> yeah. And then so smash cut to, hey, what's the rest of the crew doing? Well, here comes uh, uh, Sammy Guevara, and he's walking around, and he's looking for somebody to fight. And he walks into this particular area of the stadium. Oh, God. It's... And a light shines. He finds, down. yeah. And who should be in chair storage? But the chairman of AEW, uh, Sean Spears, surrounded 
by tons of chairs with a blue light, which that's that's just that's OSHA. They you have to have a blue light surrounding the chairs, or otherwise, um, no, it's like you could be fine. No, I think he was activ- activating his chair kinesis. <laughs> they go at it. They they wage war all over the place. Um, and now we go back to proud, F- proud and powerful and proud. There you go. And FTR, who have found their way to the bar, the club. No, that's it, a, it, it, it's you're right. This is a nightclub. Now, see, now you bought that. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that there, there's a club in Daly's place, but we can't have a luau. Which one's more likely? I think a luau's uh, likely. You, that's what a liar says. Okay. I have seen I, Tony Connie wears Hawaiian shirts. Why wouldn't he want a luau? Am I wrong? Anyway. <laughs> so there's anyway, we, we, yeah. we're into a dance club. We got the DJ doing the wooka wooka on the ones and twos, and uh, proud and powerful comes in to find FTR already there at the bar with Tully celebrating Pride Month early. Yeah. <laughs> They're fighting back and forth, and then it pans over to the DJ. He looks up, and it's Conan. It's fucking Conan. <laughs> Why? Which I believe what is what I yelled when I noticed it. <laughs> it's. <laughs> I said, "Is that fucking Conan?" <laughs> yeah, indeed, it was fucking Conan. <laughs> <laughs> well, because and, FTR had and he Tully. looked and he said Odele and and he everybody looked Odele arriba arasa and he threw on a song which clearly had to be one of his it he should have yeah and it, uh, he well, called somebody because, a strawberry and it's because FTR had Tully so they <laughs> yeah. oh that's right Tully was in this thing oh yeah no he was fighting Tully uh, had the sleeveless shirt going had a lot of side boobage action. Um, he he started cutting sleeve and didn't know when to stop. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll never understand that look. I get sleeveless, but I don't get like sideless. I see. I do it. I, I do I, it too. I know, and I and I don't I, say you anything. You don't understand me. Either. I don't say anything because I'm a friend. <laughs> I don't know why everybody else says something about it. <laughs> see, I, I I always appreciated when Scott Hall would just cut the side out completely and just wear it like a. Yeah, see now that's when you just you didn't know when to stop. Well, that's just it, that's just means it's like it's decorative. It's coming off. It's, yeah, it's, it's just. But yeah, no, you're right. That's uh, I, I did always like that yeah. look. But couple. they bat, they battle their way through the club. I mean, bef- to get to each other, they had to beat up every other person in that club. <laughs> yes, well, no, they, they didn't did. have to. They decided. They to. Did, yeah, it was it was a, de- a decision was everything, made. <laughs> everything between them and each other had to go, <laughs> and it did. Oh man, which uh and now we go back to uh MJF and Jericho. I think well no, they they make it to the boardroom, the the meeting room. Yeah, you have to refresh my memory. I'm starting they to They fought through the hallways, through a cup through an office, and then they end up in the boardroom. Yeah, there was something that happened in that boardroom and I can't remember what it was. Uh, oh well they fight across it and then oh they fight across it and then Jericho opens the like uh, like the is an office supply thing, and there's a bat there. There, yeah, right <laughs> in the in the football meeting room. And why wouldn't there be? Because uh, it's a football place. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. That's that's some sound logic. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, you didn't agree with me on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, well, I've been drinking on Sunday. So. <laughs> and also, what I'm calling a tribute to New Jack, he, he, someone did get stapled, did, a, did get a note card stapled. To their yes, name. they did. I think it was MJF, actually. And, um, yeah, MJF ends up uh, getting some juice. Um, and I think from there, they worked their way out to the arena. Yes, uh, Guevara, Guevara had, to, had to work his way back out after uh, getting handcuffed to a... Uh, a shelf which in no way was a dig on wwe whatsoever <laughs> what, you mean no when he happened to look over and way. see bolt cutters that had been tossed there previously <laughs> right it was like oh that that was i mean if that is if that is in fact a dig it's like oh hey here's a way that could have been solved yeah he also grabs his infamous golf cart <laughs> runs down sean spears he gets to finally do it to someone else yeah <laughs> Good on you. See, the perks of being a face. Uh, <laughs> I don't like Sammy Guevara as a face. I need him. He's too much fun as a heel. Well, yeah, because he, he's so energetic. He's got that. He, he he literally has a baby face. Right. And it works so much more when he's being an agitating right. uh, offender. Well, you know, the thing about it is I, I, I think things have changed now. Uh, back in the 60s and 70s when the yeah. term got coined. Uh, it's because if they you were, were pretty, you were clean shaven, and uh, you know yeah, and the was, girls liked you. I think the official death knell of that was uh, was the Rock coming in as uh, the blue chipper. Yeah, and pretty because much. people were like, were, you could tell people were officially sick of that because he was clean shaven and mm-hmm. he was energetic and upbeat, and people started chanting, "Yeah, for die, rock. Rocky, die." <laughs> They, yeah. they didn't buy it for a second. They, 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 and uh, that you know. So I think that's true. I think that's why it's just mainly it's just like you call it the face and the heel. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so, so yeah, that's what we've got with Guevara. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I. Uh, they also worked their way yeah. towards the arena. Meanwhile, while MJF and Jericho are teasing someone possibly going over the railing, right. Uh, didn't actually happen. No, because uh, it was MJF getting like tossed into a a, a gimmicked like table thing mm-hmm. that had a, that it had a light on it, so it was like a stand. He just so they just goes through that, and uh, people started the holy shit chant, mm-hmm. and boom, here we go down towards the arena, and I want to say, wasn't. Was it Jericho that Jericho actually went over on MJF in this one, right? No, I think the end of their or segment, was it Sammy? I think it was Sammy who got the the big win because um, you uh, proud and powerful and FTR. I just kept they brawling. just yeah they they, they never they, actually made it. No, out. they kept brawling. Uh, you just you just saw them keep going and then it cut away. Um, I think it was Guevara over Spears. They got yeah. back in the ring and finished because Jericho got his on MJF by putting him through that uh, stand. Yeah, and the, uh, Hagar and uh, Hagar, Hagar and uh, Hagar and Wardlow never made it out of the freezer. No, I don't. Well, I think they did because they did a spot on one of the one of a different cart. Yeah, they might have. I know that. Uh, but the main focus was FTR got stuck in an elevator. Yes, that's and- true. <laughs> yeah, and uh, like the main, the main, like the the main two things they focused on was Jericho, MJF, and Guevara and Spears. Yeah, um, this whole match was fantastic. The inner circle goes over. 
in triumphant fashion. The crowd goes nuts. This crowd was hot from beginning to end. If I have one complaint about this entire pay-per-view, um, Man, you gotta you gotta work on cutting those hours down. God, yeah. Now I understand they only do one, they do one every other other every couple of months. So sure. I get why they want to pack it full. But man, you gotta give us a break, a, man. It's a trial. Start it started an hour earlier. Like it's, we can't keep going to midnight, man. Look, they, we work for a living here. Literally from pre-show to end of end of uh, broadcast, it was five hours. That's I mean that's a lot, guys. It's just it's too much i i enjoyed what i saw mm-hmm. um and this particular time even the matches that ran too long yeah had a nice flow to them they did um i was but it felt like i was watching the director's cut <laughs> yeah yeah uh wwe for good or for you know even if the show is not great they do have it tightened to a point where it's like 10:30 Boom. Is a, is We're about, out. It's about the median ending time. It's yeah. like they can end earlier. They might end a little later, but they they will wrap it up around that point. If it's one of the big four that people care about, it'll run long. It'll run to eleven, but that's about it. Like I can only imagine. Um, and I'm sorry to say, it looks like I was wrong, and this is actually going to happen. SummerSlam. It's looks like it's going to be Roman versus Cena. Oh God! Okay, whatever. Well, I mean, you know, that's which means he's going to have to at least keep it past SummerSlam. Yep. Because you know, Cena's not getting the belt. No, Cena's not getting the belt, and it's like that's the only. It's like that's what that's what sucks about having an understanding of story. Yeah. Not not just psychology, but how a story goes. Mm-hmm. Because it's like you you look at that you look you look it's like oh Cena's coming back is he staying no all mm-hmm. right he's not getting the belt yeah okay now let me ask you a question yeah. what if Cena does get the belt how do you how do you feel about it I'm fine all right really yeah see I I'm pissed if he gets the belt yeah I would rather Roman keep it and put it on somebody that's going to be there than drop it to Cena who's going to be a transition a trans a transitional champion. Right. I almost said something <laughs> not right. Um uh Yeah, um I would much rather see it on Roman as opposed to Cena and moving into uh just somebody that's going to be there a full-time participant. Yeah. Um well, having said all this, I absolutely loved this pay-per-view. It was a great show. Uh, four and a half stars for the whole thing. And they stuck the landing. They did. They absolutely did. It was great, great, great. Just watch the time. I've never given a pay-per-view five. I don't believe. Have you? Do you? I don't recall. Like I mean, a whole pay-per-view. I cannot recall. I think you've come close. I don't know. I, I just kind of looking back here. Um, I, I'm willing to believe it could have happened at least one other time, but it's very rare. It's extremely n- rare. N- no. No, I never have. And the first time. Yeah. Uh, if you could shorten that time up, man, I absolutely would give this pay-per-view a five. Yes. Uh 
but you didn't. So it's I, I did give it a strong four and a half because yeah, it was that much fun, and it's so great. That's fair enough. That's be. all you're gonna knock off points for. That's a pretty damn good pay per view. Yeah, I mean, and it was so great to have a live audience. Yes. God, and they were into it. You could tell they have missed being a part of this. They did. They 100% did. Well, let me ask you, Fashion Plate. Yeah. Uh, what do... Well, first I'll tell you, my MVP of the night was 100% Miro. Um, on, on Miro Day, no, no less. Uh, what do you have for your best dressed? Oh, best dressed Penta. Penta, right Penta. on. His jo- his Joker uh, outfit was not only on point; it was amazing. It was super stylish. I wonder if that was it was it was kind of like a nice a, a nice uh, a funny little uh, response to Ray's Batman costume. I thought about that, but then but I e- also but either way, either way, the amount of care that was put into that. Now, I've heard, I don't know how much of this is rumor mm-hmm. and innuendo or what, but I have heard that Penta and Seidel uh, are rippers. Yeah. And I think, I, I almost wonder if he did that as a doink the clown thing. Yeah. Don't it's, know. it's it's reaching, I know, but I I, I it something that crossed my mind. It, if it was if it was that it was if it was also that it was very subtle because mm-hmm. the overall thing was be- it felt jokery. No, it was it was Joker because there was ha 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 on the sides of it. Mm-hmm. It was definitely a Joker motif, and it looked amazing because right. it wasn't just the Joker; it was shaped into his own design, and it was incredible. Yeah, it, 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 you couldn't take your eyes off of nope. it. Uh, worst dress, Cody. <laughs> that star-spangled <laughs> nightmare. <laughs> I saw someone on Twitter make a pretty good joke about it, and it's like, does Cody know that Homelander isn't a good guy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. that was like a hundred times worse than Apollo than Apollo Creed. Uh, Coming out in Rocky Four. Yeah, it's it was a lot. There was a lot. At there. least Apollo paid the price for it. <laughs> wow, wow! <laughs> and you have the nerve to look at me when I say something about Alexa Bliss's pig. Well, yeah, because I say something like that every so often. You make a point of having it on a timer <laughs> in your head, and when it goes off, it's uh, time. <laughs> Okay, uh, let me ask you, David Hensley, sir. What do you have for best performance of the evening? There were a lot of good contenders, but you know it's got to be my boy, Orange Cassidy. I, Hell I yeah. could not agree more. That was so much fun. Uh, yeah, absolutely. What about worst performance? I don't have one. You don't have one, no? Wow, that's all right. Yeah, that you know that that's a sign of where I I don't even want to say anything disparaging yeah. about it because I just enjoyed this whole thing. Uh, yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, even the stuff you said you weren't big on, you, it's it, you. I didn't for a second think you you were you felt like you hated it. No, I absolutely didn't. I <laughs> the thing about AEW is I absolutely love it. It's mm-hmm. my favorite organization for wrestling right now. And I want to see it succeed. Yeah. And right now we're going to 
we've moved to Friday. Mm-hmm. So that means we're going up against SmackDown. Now, in order, you can't be doing this silly, non-psychological stuff all the time. If you're going to, you hate that cord, I'm don't sorry. you? I'm sorry. That's like the fifth time. <laughs> I have stupid fingers. <laughs> no, you can't. You can't be doing this stuff without a solid story in ring, right? All the time. Uh, you can do that every once in a while, but you're not going to beat the Colossus if you continue to do it because it will run out, it will get stale, sure, and you will fall by the wayside. Vince will, if you're lucky, Vince will buy you out and bury all of you. If you're lucky, if you're not, you're just going to fall by the wayside and you will be another impact and, or another ROH and that'll be, or another God forbid Hulk Hogan's reality wrestling. Yeah, that happened. I did I not forget. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so next up, we have Hell in a Cell. Oh, my God. Must we? Well, <laughs> you know, I, 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 I don't know, man. It's, it's going to be, it's going to be disappointing. After this. Yeah. There's no way there. I am. This is my challenge. This is my official challenge. I am telling Vince. I know you're listening. <laughs> Nick Khan. I, the, the fake con. I know you're listening. There is no way you can live up to what AEW just did. They whooped your ass and they will continue to do so. No, they can't have a war games, but they can have a blood and guts that will that will destroy your war games. Honestly, if I did have a one complaint. Yeah. It would be this. What I would have done. Um, just for the audience sake. Mm-hmm. We had a live crowd there. You did. Uh, instead of giving them a cinematic thing, why didn't you just give them blood and guts? Sure. And then the other, uh, the blood and guts that you were supposed to have run before, give them the stadium stampede. That would because it was a smaller crowd, they would have watched it. They would have been fine. They, boy, that crowd would have lost it for blood and guts, man. I mean, because it's essentially war games. I mean, well, that's, uh, it is war games. They just can't call it war games. Right. That would have been amazing. That's that's the one change I would have made. Fair. I, I wouldn't have done Stadium Stampede. I would have done Blood and Guts. Well, regardless, we're just going to be sitting on the couch watching Hell in a Cell with our arms crossed going... Mm. Yeah. Yeah, judging because Vince McMahon can't beat AEW. Yeah, I'm putting it out there. I want him to hear me. Prove me wrong. I mean, he no longer knows what to do with giant men anymore, apparently. No, no. You can't even book Braun Strowman. If you can't book a monster like that. Which used to be Vince's bread and butter. Yeah. Yeah. How do you how do you go from that? 
Mm. I, 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 I can't harp on that enough. Braun Strowman. I kind of get, hey, uh, Alistair Black, that's a little, hey, that, this is, uh, this, this whole Dutch, uh, the, this whole, whole Norwegian dark metal thing. I don't get that. I don't know what all that's about. I don't know what to do. I, okay. I, I understand you don't know what to do. Somebody can make something with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Strowman, he's a big monster Southern boy. Are you kidding me? It's get, just give me the pen. Let me do it. Just get out of the way. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to, you're bring... right. The world needs hillbilly Jim 2.0. <laughs> See, now I did it. <laughs> you said Southern and that was all I needed. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Hillbilly Jim. You know what? I would pay to see that. Yes. We would have Hillbilly Jim be his manager. Let's have him give him a, an updated hard rock version of Don't Go Messing with a Country Boy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Why not? I'm a genius. <laughs> You're something. You hear that, Lanny Poffo? <laughs> well, David Hensley, what do we got coming up next? All right. Well, next week we are going to be wrapping up our Viewers Universe discussion with the film Jay and Silent Bob Reboot. You keep saying film. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And then uh, there's an NXT takeover coming up pretty soon. I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure Shelby told me that. Uh, So we're going to be having new episodes of Long Walk Talks and this is Takeover uh, coming out soon. And Katie and I are also threatening to record more long walk teeny talks. So I, I was about to get on you about that. I was I like, still know. no teeny talks. Huh? I you know. can't threaten me with been a good time, sir. Been, yep. been a month. Uh, still haven't seen anything. I What's know. <laughs> Listen, scheduling. Um, and then, uh, once we're done with the view of universe discussion, me and Stan and Chris are going to move on to talking about the filmography, the selected filmography of Christopher Nolan, I guess from uh, July through December. Wow. That sounds fun. All right. You, yeah. You're not a fan of Christopher Nolan there, Martins? Not as much. <laughs> no, well, that's not as much as those two, at least. <laughs> well, guys, I think that's going to wrap it up. Um, uh, if you want to uh, get a hold of me, uh, you can hit me up on Instagram at This Is A Work Podcast. You can all, I've got Twitter. If you want uh, at Immortal Two Dogs, uh, and Barnes, what what about you? I'm on Twitter as Chris the Okay because I'm not allowed to have fun anymore. <laughs> and if you want to follow me online, you can do that on Instagram at DB Hensley. If you want to hear more uh, episodes of this show, some of the older episodes, but also see some more of our original works, uh, you can do that by following the YouTube links in the show notes. And to find out more about Long Walk Productions, you can visit us online at longwalk.us. And as always, if you enjoy this show, please make sure to leave us a rating and a review on whatever platform you are listening on. Thank you so much, David Hensley, for that. Thank you guys for listening and giving us a five-star review in advance. And remember, for David Hensley and Chris the Fashion Plate Barnes, this is David Two Dogs Hayes saying, if you got out of bed today and you had a job to go to and someone who cares about you when you get back home, folks, this match is over and you just won via pinfall. Thank you very much for listening to This Is A Work. You know what? I'm going to call her Reba. <laughs>